you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Welcome to NFL Total Access, the locker room. I'm Michael Robinson. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Jeezy, Mike Garofolo. Jeezy, what's going down, big dog? Let's go, man. The maiden voyage of the... We might have to rename this Mike. Mike, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yes, get it, man. We're going to let you guys in on what players and coaches really talk about inside the locker room. And today we're talking to a 17-year veteran offensive tackle, Donald Penny. You guys aren't going to believe the Khalil Mack story he has for us. Yes, get your popcorn ready. Very entertaining, Jeezy. And another guy who made the move from left to right tackle. I, I say another guy because it's happened before. And maybe the average fan thinks, hey, no big deal. You're just on the other side. Donald Penn explains what I've heard multiple times from guys who have made the adjustment. Maybe explains it better than anybody why it's such a big adjustment, especially if you're injured at the time. What's up, big dog? Welcome to the show. Man, thanks for having me, big Mike. Man, I appreciate that kind words from you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, always, dog. I remember hanging out with you in Oakland a little bit with Beast Mode and getting it in a little bit, man. But before we get into everything, all right, we start every episode with a locker room story, okay? Now, we, we're not talking about those PG-13 locker room stories that we that we do on Total Access on television. We're talking about behind the scenes, peel the layer back. You got to give us something nobody else knows, brother. It's your turn to bless the show with your locker room story. Man, I got like a few, but I think this is probably the best, the most interesting one because a lot of people don't know about this. So, you know, in the locker room, you got those trash cans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we used to make a, we used to bring a basketball in. And, you know, this is like when, um, I think this is second year Khalil Mack was with us. So we used to shoot from from the far end of the um, the locker room in the basket, shoot. So, you know, it started as a friendly game, everybody in the locker room, everybody in the locker room. Then we started betting on it, you know, so... <laughs> This one time, it's like a Friday. You know, Friday, you up, you up out of there, right? You trying to you get in up and out. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it says one Friday, me and Khalil, we in there two hours. We the last people in there. We in there two hours. Shoot I'm in there. Shit, and, and into a trash Hey, Mike, into a trash can, Mike. Into a trash can. This is before COVID everything. We're taking the ball out the trash can. Yeah. You know, you know, we're not thinking anything, but the story gets into it. Me and Khalil start betting. 
because we so competitive and we both oh, basketball. Man. We in there the two hours. You know, Friday, we're the last people in the building. Coach is gone. Even the trainers, they they, they, they walk about like, well, y'all still in there? Like, you know, Friday, everybody up. Me and Khalil in there for about, about two hours, man. I think we're going back and forth, but by the end, I think I ended up on Khalil like over five thousand dollars. Mm. Hold up, dog. Hold no, up. no, no. Like the shot, it's, it got it got real. For some trash can basketball, no. oh. man. Shot started getting up to three hundred a shot, then to five hundred a shot. We we're going back and forth, so <laughs> you know, you know, I, you know, I you met Khalil. You know, he's real quiet. You know, he he, he keeps himself. So Khalil didn't say nothing, but before Khalil left, he said, you know, he said, big homie, you know, yeah. I'm gonna give you a chance to win your money back. You know, so he was gonna give a chance. So you know me, every day from that point on, Khalil, let's let let, let, let me get my money back. Let me, let me. But Khalil made me wait about three weeks before he let me. He rubbed it in. He made me wait about three weeks before he gave what? me a chance. I'm on it because you know nobody know it. everybody on us, and Khalil just be laughing like I go, oh, Khalil, you ain't gonna tell him. He be laughing like you know everybody in the locker room be wondering why I'm on them every day. Like let's like let's get. Cause I'm playing with other people. I'm winning money from other people, giving it to him. <laughs> Paying my debt off, but I wanted to, I'm mad. I wanted to win my money back from Khalil. So fine, three weeks later, we get it back going. And I get my money back, but I'm probably, I'm probably, I'm not, I, I, it was over five grand. I didn't tell you how much over, but it was always going to cut it okay. at five grand. But I ended up, um, by the time we started playing again, we probably back at four, because I'm, I'm killing people in it. So every money I'm winning, I'm getting it to Khalil in the locker room. Y'all take everybody laughing. Seriously, bro. Everybody laughing. I got a shot. I got a, everybody laughing. Like, why you keep giving Khalil money? But Khalil's so cool and smooth. Like, well, I love Khalil. He ain't, he ain't giving me up. Uh, he ain't giving me up, you know? <laughs> so finally, I, I finally get back to get my chance back. And I'm hot. We're going back and forth. We're going back and forth. Bop, bop, bop. So I'm I'm getting up to a 1,000 a shot. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to break even. You know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not leaving. It. Boom. So finally... I get it back to where we break even. And then me and Khalil, we both look at it like, we're going to call it. We're going to call it. But uh, he he would not let me, he would not <laughs> let me, uh, I was so mad because he took about three, four weeks before he let me actually, and I'm paying him off a little honey here. You know, yeah. I'll be somebody in lock, I'll give him a honey here, yeah. 200 this day. You know what I mean? I'm paying my debt back, but it wasn't my money though. So that's why he wasn't really tripping. <laughs> You know, he would never take my money. I, th- I don't think he would ever want to take my money. See, that you looks like I mean? the he type would of never game. Take my money. That looks like the type of game my boy Jeezy over here. He likes to play. See, Jeezy big money over here, man. My girl Folo, he big money over here. Tell him, Jeezy. But he kept me. It. He kept me going for three weeks. Like he was going to take my money, but and I'm, I'm paying him off steadily while I'm beating other people. I'm giving them, you know, a little hundred here, a little three hundred here, giving it to him. And then five. Like, we went back and forth. We went back and forth. But like Khalil got a shot. We had we had some battles in the locker room though. Like, but nobody knew we stayed two hours later that one day. And I got my depth up. Like he was, oh Khalil was on. Khalil was on that day. It was shooting in the trash can, well, grabbing the ball. Yeah. Not thinking no COVID, nothing back in those days. <laughs> that That's the, I mean, what, what made you so confident you were going to win your mind? Because it could have gone the other way. Could have been yeah. double instead of nothing, right? What made you so confident you were going to be able to, to come back and, and, and get it back? This, um, I think by that season, I think Khalil already had about eight sacks that season. So I knew. <laughs> You know, coming out the second round pick, I was trying to get some money from Khalil. That's what my 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 idea backfired on me. Well, let me let me jump in because because it leads us into what we want to talk about with Khalil. You were there when he got traded, and this was a popular locker room guy, an incredible talent. 
I know the rest of the league and media and everybody was scratching their heads. How could you let this guy go? Take me back there and 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 take us to what's happening in the locker room when that goes down and guys are looking at each other. They're saying, "Don't we want? I mean, don't we need that? Don't we need that to win to be competitive?" Man, that's I, I could talk about it now. You know, yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> man. I, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there thinking like, we didn't have this planned out two years ago. <laughs> like we didn't have this. It should have been as soon as he's up. This is my thought. It's been as soon as he's up. Okay, we already been planning this for you. We saw what was coming. Yeah. Um, everybody's here. We're gonna put you between the first and top two. Boom. I thought that should have been. You should, mm-hmm. We had a contract already ready where we're gonna be the second highest paid defense player in the league. They had two years knowing when he what he did against Denver that year when he brought us back by himself oh, in yeah. the second half. Oh my goodness. I I, I, I would have if I was the, if I were. Mm-hmm. I love, but don't don't doubt. You know I love the Raiders. You know I love them. I love them. But we dropped the ball on that one. We dropped the ball on that one. I would have had that already ready and set in stone. I would have signed before he he wouldn't even made it that far. In in my case, (laughs) he wouldn't even made it that far. I would have signed him as soon as I could have resigned him. But we were sitting in the locker room and and you know we're trying to show face. You know how it is, Mike. We're trying to show face. We're trying to say the right thing in the uh, in the media when we get asked a question. But 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 Mike, it was tough. It, it, it was tough, man, and it was real tough. We're looking at each other because we know how, how much of a game changer he is. We know how, how much we need him. I know for a fact because I'm blocking every game practice <laughs> how serious this dude is and that we need him. But, you know, I wish both of them would have addressed it different. I feel like a little bit of ego got into it with, with that being Coach Gruden's first year. And from what I'm hearing, not really ever having a personal phone call conversation with John Gruden. Before just not showing up whoa, and holding whoa. out, did he never call Khalil? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they. This is what I heard. I, I don't know yeah. if they ever really talked. They ever really talked. So you got to understand me knowing Groom from a long time. Um, Groom likes Groom a talk talk to the person. He likes to talk. You know, he mm-hmm. he likes to talk to you, explain where he's coming from. You know, give you idea. And, and you know, I kind of think maybe Groom might have thought Khalil was trying big time. You know, mm. maybe. because because the way stuff happened, and they were saying talks were going, then it just got shut off. You don't, you don't shut off talks with a guy like that. No, that guy's that guy's a quarterback, a franchise quarterback type of defensive player. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. in a locker room, we, we were really tough and devastated. Then when the trade, it was just like we're on offense. Like this is just I mean, what well, everybody's gonna know, but we're on offense. Like shit, we have to put up fifty points a game. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Like, like, you know, that's how we're looking at going to that scene. Like, oh, we got to, we got to put up some points. And then, you know, I, I held, I held out too. So I was talking to Khalil a lot, but Khalil was a different holdout than probably any other holdout ever, because he knew his worth was yeah. through the roof. You know, it was no ifs ands and buts about who he was. You know, so I feel like he wanted to get the respect that he wanted. And I just felt like. If they would have talked and had a couple of conversations instead of more of his agent handling it, because when I held out, I, I when I held out my, my, my years, I talked to everybody. Yeah. Every time, every time Reggie called me, I love Reggie McKenzie. Every time he called mm-hmm. me, I answered the phone. Mm-hmm. Every time, every time the coach called me, uh, Jack Del Rio, and I was holding out during that time, Mike Tice, um, even Mark Davis, all those times they called me, I answered the phone. I expressed to him my feelings, so they always knew where I where I was. And the big picture, they knew I always wanted to be a Raider. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they knew that from Khalil. 
because I was in a different predicament than Khalil. I grew up a Raider fan. I lived in L.A. I wanted to be a Raider. I grew up a Raider. Khalil was still young in his career. He 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 fell in love with the Raider tradition and with the Raider love. But Khalil's Mike, you got you you play. You got to look at Khalil's looking like if they're not going to give me what I should have already had because of what I did for this franchise, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm gonna hold out and wait and sit still and, and know that they got to budge first. If not, somebody else is going to give it to me. And look what happened. Yeah, somebody else gave it to him. But I. Go ahead. I, I I would add this right here because knowing Joel Siegel, who is Khalil Mack's agent, used to be my agent. <laughs> I didn't really. I yes, didn't know that. Joel was my guy. Okay, yes, so so you know too, Joel understands the business side of things and how to maximize your le- your leverage. I would be willing to bet whatever Donald Penn wound up losing to Khalil Mack that first day that he was talking about playing basketball. I'd be willing to bet all of that. <laughs> that Joel told Khalil, don't you talk to the team. I'll handle this. And in the end, from a financial standpoint, it worked out. It worked out. It was a good strategy because it eliminated that communication between. Now, listen, it's different for you, Donald. I understand. But I, I guarantee you that was the strategy. But and if you look at it for me, too, when I was holding out, I went back early probably because I got persuaded enough by talking to them all the time and talking to my teammates so much. I'm like, fuck, I'm letting them down. <laughs> they need me. You know, we just yep. came off that bomb, that best yep. year the year before that. And I was kind of mad anyway that Oakland should approach me on their own anyway. You know, I came when nobody wanted to be a Raider. Mm-hmm. When I came to sign, when nobody wanted to be a Raider there. Nobody wanted to be a Raider. Nobody. Nobody. They, they brought me in uh, a guy or two really. And then that draft class really turned things around. With my help, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to be a Raider then, and I outperformed. But I outperformed. But you right. You right. Uh, you right. DP. Like, so why do you? Why did you want to sign that one deal? That one day contract to retire? I mean, like, why, why, what's the love for Oakland like that? Because I mean, for the Raiders, why is it like that from you? Because you're right. When I was in the league, we looked at Oakland as the graveyard, man. That's where you go for your <laughs> career to kind of. Be done with, you know what I'm saying? You go, you know, you gonna play some good athletes, this, that, and the third. But you go there for your career to be done with. Why was it so important to you to make sure you retired there and you wanted to be a part of this Raider organization? See, I always gotta say this because I talk about the Raiders so much. People forget, like I have some fans say to me, like, "Dog, you just dog out Tampa. You did eight years in Tampa. You just dog out." <laughs> nah, I love Tampa. I love them. I, I got, I got a spot in my heart. But I grew up a Raider fan. I got you. I watched, I was at the Coliseum. I was touching the back of the top of the Coliseum. That's all my parents could afford, but I was in that thing. I was in that thing, though. That's all that matters as a kid. You know what I mean? I was in there. Yeah. I was in the parking lot tailgating, playing catch while my pops and his friends. Barbecue, I grew up through all that when they were great, when they were good. So that's all I experienced. Mm-hmm. So when I got the opportunity to play for a team I grew up, even though they were on, on, a, on, a, on a down and out, I'm like, okay. I felt like it happened for a reason, too, because Safford um, felt his physical. And, you know, Tampa, they did me kind of dirty. Even though I, it's past, I'm not mad at them, but they did me dirty. They um, When they released me, they released me five days in the free agency. About five, four or five left tackles, left tackles got that's signed before that. Yeah, that's too you late. You feel what I mean? So I hit it, and it was only a few teams. Washington wanted me to play right tackle. I, <laughs> I know we're going to get that later. Y'all yeah. saw how that <laughs> happened. So yeah. I got a lot to say on that because I never, ever expressed my my dislike and displeasure for that, but um, but you know, so I didn't have that minute. I'm thinking like Raiders. I'm like, man, I'm close to home. I just had two kids. I'm like, I'm close to home, and I'm like, they had at that point they were top three in cap space. 
So I'm thinking, okay, we're going to make some moves. And we talking to them. They say, oh, we're going to hit the free agency hard. We're going to do that. They didn't do it that offseason. They did after that draft pick. We hit, the, we hit free agency hard that next year. We brought Crabtree in. We brought yeah. a couple yeah. other guys in. We hit it actually that hard. And we had that little suck year. But I really did trust what Reggie was telling me. And Reggie being a black GM, too, you know what I mean? I, it hit me kind of hard, you know what I mean? Like, Different. And being a former player, I kind of trusted what he did. He did it that next year. And I, I felt like when I got there, I talked to Marcel before I signed. Marcel Reese, and he he sold me, too, talking about, like, these guys, we're fed up. We're tired of being the old mm-hmm. Raiders. Like, he said that's the attitude mentality in the league. And one thing I got to thank for Tampa is I learned how to be a leader. I, I learned that in my eight years there because my last five years there, I was a leader there. You know what I mean? So I knew if I take my leadership ability, the way I bring my presence to the locker room, I've never been in a locker room where it's been conflict or beef. My locker room, every locker room I've always been, everybody cool, everybody gets along. White players get along, black players, um, the kickers get along with everybody. We joke around. I'm a bag on everybody, no matter who you are. So you better be able to bag back at me. That's how I, I keep it smooth. So I knew I was going to take that leadership ability to the Raiders along with Marcel was telling me with them being hungry and lead by example. So I, I, I thought with me doing that, it, it would um, change, but then when they hit that draft class, and I started seeing DC and Khalil practice, uh, a lot of people sleep on. You know, we had Gabe Jackson third round draft pick. Yeah. He should be a, he should be a five time Pro Bowl. He's up there in Seattle now. I can't wait to see him play. Like Gabe started that year. All Derek started that year. Khalil, um, Jelly started that year. That was draft class. And then what we did in Fringy last year, they did what they said. It it started. It, it, it was like a like a fairy tale. It really happened, but I really believe what Reggie was telling me and Marcel. He really sold me on, you know, the locker room being fed up on being. I know what that feels like. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Well, I was going to ask him about uh, Gruden, man. I know that I yeah. know you may have been getting there too, man. Like, <laughs> just talk about the differences and and your thoughts about him when you first arrived in Tampa, and then maybe your thoughts about him when it, you know, when you saw him again uh, with with the Raiders. You know what I mean? Did your thoughts change on him? Did your did your opinion of Coach Gruden change? Any? Did he change? You know, yeah, or did he change? Um, there you go. <laughs> he definitely. He definitely did. Um, you know, when I first got in Tampa, Tampa, I'm 
I'm on Minnesota's practice squad. I'm in week four of my season, my rookie year, free agent. So when uh, they had somebody got hurt, they called me. I'm like, man, you know, they were just come on Super Bowl two years before that too. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm watching Gruden. I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm kind of starstruck. When I, starstruck when I first met him, man. You know, I'm like, man. So I met him. Everything. I'm like, I'm in the meetings. I'm like, dang, this dude is really like they say he is. Like, like you know, like I fell in love. I fell in love with Gruden. I fell in love with Tampa. I fell in love with his coaching. Like, like them years in Tampa when he was there. Like it was. Football was fun. Like, I was like, oh, this is football. Like, he's, you know, we had a lot of bets. We had Brooks. We had Simeon. We had Sheldon Quarles. Mm. We had a Joey Galloway. So, like, camp, I'm like, oh, this is how camp is. Not knowing this ain't really how camp <laughs> is. This is how a veteran team that has one that has discipline mm. gets taken care of. You know, that's how. So, I'm thinking, okay, Gruen and Gruen was, a, he was a great coach. He was a great communicator. You know, I love that. So, then by the time I got to Oakland and I found out he was coming, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, yeah. yes, all joy. You know, even though I was sad, like Mike Tice was a great coach. Um, Jack Del Rio, I mean, I love them. They turned that thing around. I wish they would have gave him another year. I wish they would have gave him another chance after that year. I wish they would have gave him and not not um, ask them that soon because they – Jack Jack and uh, – I mean, Tice helped me out a lot, you know, as a line coach, but Jack Del Rio, I, I thought he really did a great job, you know, turning the thing around and um, helping it. But, you know, me, knowing Gruden's coming in, you know, I was, I was excited. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, one thing Gruden did change is – he wasn't that angry Chucky as much. I felt like he got older, he matured. Mm-hmm. You know, he was younger back then. He, he learned a lot of football. He would Gruden didn't do that. He didn't do as much yelling and and as much really? like I mean, I had some yeah, not as much as as he used to, like going off, stopping practice, starting stuff over. He'll, he'll talk to us a, a lot more, or he'll go like I, I felt like he he'll go in his office and figure out something he could do better instead of taking it out on us. You know, Gruden was like a yeller. I, I felt like he eased back at that, being a little older, watching TV, probably um. You know, doing the TV, probably going to visit a lot of teams, seeing how stuff handled different. But I mean, he was still. I felt like his knowledge still shot up. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I felt like he got better. I mean, yeah. Really. You know, some of the stuff he still thought, brought back, I knew, I knew. But some of the new stuff, I'm like, man, I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, okay, he, he got some new stuff. But um, but yeah, man, it was just great. I'm you know, having him in there, and you know, I, I couldn't wait for him to work with with uh, Derek. Because I thought their relationship would be where it's at now. Because uh, Gru was a great, um, you know, a great quarterback guy. He's a great quarterback guy. He knows QB. Exactly. Go, go back to your talking about moving left tackle to right tackle because <laughs> look at that. You yeah. remember, I mean, that was when they drafted Colton Miller, right? And brought him Man, in. You know, I never, you know, it was the first time I ever really like spoke on it. Like, I never really spoke on it. Um, you spoke to me before like about on, it. You spoke to like me speaking, before about it. Uh. Like speaking on speaking on Gruden, like speaking on Gruden, like, like that, that's that's one thing he dropped the ball on. Uh him and Mike Cable, that's one thing he dropped the ball on. And the way they did it, and the way they did it to me, it was just totally wrong. It was just totally fucked up. Then I mean I'm sorry, I don't even know. Like no, you good, bro. It was just totally wrong. You know, I, I came off of a Liz Frank injury. I'm coming off of being a two-time pro bowler. I don't remember no too many times where a two-time Pro Bowler just switched for a first-round draft pick. Um, spots, you know, when they drafted him, I called Gruden that night, like, really, like, because I was kind of hurt because, you know, Gruden knows me. He knows me from when I was a young dog, you know, to while you mature. So he knows, like, with that injury, like, I was going to do anything to come back from that thing. You know, like, he know how my mentality. So for him, I, I feel like he gave up on me. He didn't think I was going to come back and be the same. That's why he went to the draft pick. And you know he explained to me as a future, like oh, Donald, you can't, 
you can't play forever. You know, you know, Gruden got a good good ways of, of wording his words. You know what I mean? And, and and at that point in my career with him, I'm older. I'm not that young Donald. I'm gonna speak my mind now. You know. So I, you know, I I, I let him know like. You know, then before they did that during the offseason, I'm I'm out there, I'm on uh PUP. So I'm trained, I'm working my butt off with the trainers. They got me trained at left tackle every day. You know, all left tackle stuff. I never played left, I played, I never played I I played right tackle in the league my first two years being a swing guy until I started. I never played left tackle ever again. I mean right tackle ever again. I'm always left tackle, boom. So for you to do this in year 13 of, of a of a guy's career. You know, they tried to compare it to talking to Gruden, compared me to how he switched Jerry Rice's position and how he switched Tim Brown. I said, like, coach, you're switching from X to Z. I said, they're just running their routes from outside to inside the same route. I said, you're switching my whole total body, like like my whole um, stuff. So I was kind of mad. And then they they forced me to hold out kind of. You know, I'm hurt. And then they, I'm not to hold out to take a pay cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm hurt. Like a week a week before they're about to take me off PUP, they called me in for a pay cut. Man, ain't no team gonna trade me. Ain't no team gonna trade for me. I'm on PUP right now, bro. Like I'm, I, they strong on me. Basically, I couldn't do nothing. What, what can I do? Either they're gonna release me. What's my chance of getting picked up and getting what salary I am gonna get from them after getting cut? You, you, know I mean, Mike, after yeah, getting cut, yeah. coming off a, off a, uh, it was no little injury. Two of the career in the injury, you know, mm-hmm. the, um, the Frank. Um, So they did that. So I'm like, boom, okay. I end up. Negotiate with that. I, I was mad about that. I was real mad about that. I was real mad because I just held out. I just held out for, for the money that I felt owed me because they were underpaying me for so many years when I was there. You know, so I, I was mad about that. And then, so boom, we get past that. So now I'm ready. First day of practice, we in the mo- we in the meetings. You know, you got a meetings in the morning. Yeah. We in the meetings. Mike, when I tell you after the meeting, Mike, Tom Cable said, Donald, wait up. I waited to meet. I'm like, he said, I got to go get Gruden. I'm like, Uh-oh. you know, in a hotel training camp. I'm like, Gruden, like, what's this about? This is right before the first practice of me coming back practicing. First time I be practicing at training camp, there's an injury. After they've been telling me, you're going you gonna to left tackle. As soon as you get back, you playing left tackle. We're going to move him over. They tell me that morning for practice. Gruden comes in. Um, cable. We want you to try right today. <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes for practice we want you to try right today if it doesn't work we're going to put you right back but we want you to try and see and then that's when Groom starts doing his little you know famous talk yeah I did this with with Tom I mean I did this with Tim Brown I did this with Jerry Rice um, I know you could do this if you could do this we'll have one of the best lines in the league we'll do we'll, all this stuff and you know me I've always been a team player I, I try to avoid drama mm-hmm Try to avoid that. So I'm like, <laughs> let me let me go try it. Now I'll tell you, I, it's so awkward after doing it for so long. Like it, it's just like my body was just trained. It just felt. It's like trying to. I gotta tell people, it's like trying to wipe your ass with the other hand, kind of. Mm-hmm. I try to write with your other hand. It's like I was so used to it, and I was so pissed. I tried my hardest. Like I was staying after practice. I was getting there early, just trying to work on that step. Everything just felt bad. Then. The worst part of it all that had me pissed the most is my list Frank foot was my right foot. Ah. So when you move to right tackle, Mike, what's your how you stop a bull rush? What, what, what leg do you put back to stop a bull rush when you're playing right tackle? Yeah, you gotta use your right leg, bro. 
Your right foot. I don't have no muscle in my calf. I don't have no muscle in my calf muscle yet. It still ain't developed yet. Mm. So you move the right tackle, you change my power foot to my injured foot. Mm. What's the majority of the bull rush DNs do? Number one bull rush. Yeah. I can't plant. I have no power on the right foot. My foot felt numb. A lot of people don't know this too. My foot felt, I, I played through so much pain that year. Um, so that was another thing that made me mad. Like, why would you not keep me at left? I could plant off that left foot. My inside foot's my hurt foot. I, I, could, I could manage. I could do other. You know, you're making that my, my power foot now. That's what I'm coming off of. So I, was, I was really mad. I, I just I tried to do as much as I could during training camp. I tried to. I'm in pain. So nobody knows this. I was getting my foot shot up twice a week. Just to play. Yeah. I, I only lasted four games. I only lasted four games. And some of that pain, like the ace was just so bad because my hips weren't used to that. They were switching. My body wasn't used to that. Then, you know, week four, I tore my I tore my own growing. Mm. From mm. from not being my body just couldn't handle it no more. From being over overcompensating, trying to do that. Um, I tore my growing. I, I really feel I tore my growing because of me playing right tackle. Even, even, I mean, uh, one of the greatest trainers ever, man, H. Rock. Uh, he was trainer there. He, he even said it too. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I truly believe that I told my growing, and then you know, I thought to my growing, I knew they were going to release me after that year. You know, I knew it was over with, and they tried to have me come back. I could have came back at the end of that year, but I decided not to. Mm. But I'm not gonna come back for the last five games at right tackle and do even worse than what I was doing before, and put that on film, Mike. You feel what I mean? Yeah, you don't. I was disappointed that. with them. I was disappointed with them. I didn't know. I, I figured they weren't going to bring me back. But, you know, I still just kept it respectful. And you know what? A lot of people don't know. I did. I still went back to the team for, like, the last eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I was in the meetings all the time. I'm at practice. Them young guys had nothing to do with me. I was coaching Colton up. I was coaching uh, uh, Parker up. I was in the meetings. Colton sitting right next to me. All the meetings. Coaching them up, telling them what to do. I didn't give up on them. Even I knew I felt like they gave up on me, the team. I was still in there every day. In a, in a, in a, um, you know, I have to. I could have went back home with my family mm-hmm. like I did when I first got hurt for four weeks. But I came back. I was out there every day, you know, coaching them up. I'm doing individual. Wow. Just, hey, just, just. That's a pro. You know, just. That's a pro. Just, that's that's just, what it is, Jeezy. Just doing that. Just just being there trying to, you know, my thing is I lead by example. And that was my, I, I felt like that's what I was doing. <laughs> The leadership, you know, but um, but that goes back to being a Raider, though. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I talk with Mark, you know, Mark, 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 you know, once they release me, like, even you know, I still see it, he still thanks me for doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. That means a lot. That means, you know, for him, I saw him at the charity thing. You know, they had an alumni thing a couple of weeks ago. And he's like, I'm like, what's up, getting a big hug? And he's like, uh, we talking. He said, you know, I still appreciate you for making that switch. I said, Mark. I said, stop, stop bringing that up. He said, no, I'm going to bring it up every time I, I talk to you. He said, I know the big part. And, you know, that means a lot, you know, coming from the owner, you know? Yeah. That means a lot not coming from you. I, I guess he understands how big it affected me. And I felt like it affected my career, too, you know? I felt like, you know, if I would have played left tackle that year, you know, you never know what might happen. Mm-hmm. You know, they might, they might never got Trent. They might they might have kept coding that right for a couple more years. They're switching to the left. You never know, because I know if I would have played left tackle that year, I probably would have been able to play longer. I would have been able to perform the way I was. But I never got to explain that side. A lot of people don't know that. So I appreciate you guys letting me get that off my chest. No doubt, man. One one <laughs> more question before we let you go. Um, and I know you said you had something about the Washington football team. You know, I remember you were down here for training camp. You and I chopped it up a little bit. You know, you needed some massage therapists and stuff like that. What happened in Washington? Real quick before we go. Um, 
I know you said you you wanted to talk about it. What happened, bro? Because uh, you know that that team has had some ups and downs, and I think when you were there, they were on some low some low years. Uh, I, I appreciate Washington. Uh, I appreciate Bruce Allen. I appreciate uh, uh, Jay Gruden for um, giving me the opportunity, Doug Williams. And it's funny too, because uh, Jay called me, and no, first a guy called me, setting up the th- um, my workout. They made me work out. That's one thing I was mad about watching. Why do y'all make me work out that uh, year 14? They're going to make me do a workout. Man. I don't think y'all mad about that. Yeah, I don't think y'all mad about that. I looked at Bill. I said, bro, you ain't Bill Callahan. So you ain't seen enough. And they, they was out there killing me for my <laughs> Hey, that's the only thing. Was it was hot out there. It was killing me. But, you know, one thing I respected about Jay, I don't know if he ever told Trip this, but when Jay called me, Jay was like, I need to save my ass. Because I dropped the ball on some shit. And he knew check my boy on your boy. Yeah. He said, I know you heard about it, but he said, I need a left tackle. I need you to come save my ass. Mm. Like, boom, boom. So I said, you know, Jay was my guy. Young, I knew young Jay, receiver coach yep. in Tampa, you know. So I said, boom. I said, yeah, we got to make sure it's right. And, you know, Jay's like, Jay's like, um, he said, Jay's like, yeah. I, he said, man, our cast face is hard. He said, I hope you ain't trying to break the bank. I'm like, man, come on now, Jay. I said, I ain't going to break it, but I said, I'm going to put a dent in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so we laughed and stuff. So I went out there. I talked to Bruce. And you know what they were? They, were, they told me they dropped the ball on Trent. You know, they told me they dropped the ball on Trent. And I was like, boom. But I told him, before I sign anything or do anything, I'm calling Trent. So me and Trent were playing phone tag. That was my boy. I mean, yeah. playing phone. I'm, I'm about to go, you know me, I ain't going to step on nobody's shoes. Or nobody's money, Mike. You know, you know me. So yeah. I called Trent. And um, Trent was like, D, I'm not playing this year. Go get your money. I'm not. I'm not playing the whole year. Go do it. Go do it. He said, I'm actually glad you're there. So I know they're going to be good. Like, boom, that's what he told me. He gave me that blessing. Once Trent gave me the blessing, I'm like, boom, okay. I'm coming. Do I went there. But like when I got there, Mike, like the first practice I got there, Mike, I'm looking around like, it was laid back, Mike. Like, like, lay, lay, lay back, Mike. Like, lay back. I was like, man. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like this. Out, you know, uh, the first first practice was a big old brawl. I'm looking at them, but I said, but y'all about to make me go back into retirement. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking up a fight. Helmets off and stuff. My first day of practice. He talked. Groom got some live running sprint. This is my first day in training camp. I'm like, bro. I said, I, I'm joking. Groom now. I said, bro, you might send me home. He said, oh, that shit got, he's like, he's like, that shit got bad today. We joking around. But, uh, but when I got there though, I think, I think, I think Groom kind of knew his time was coming up and he was trying to do whatever he could because after that fight, I don't know what was happening before that, but after that fight, that day shit tightened up. Like it went from one day of it, me being like to the next day, something totally different. Like, oh, okay. This is how it's supposed to be. You feel mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I kind of felt like, I don't, I don't know what happened before that, what was going on before that, but I felt like, the writer was kind of on the wall, and he was trying to do anything possible to do it. I think the players knew that too. We were we were trying to win those first couple of games too. We were trying to, Saving. you know, we were trying to, you know. I think I, the players loved him. Yeah, they loved him. They loved Jay. They loved him. That that didn't happen. I think they were they they all saw it, and when that first stuff started happening, well, when you started, draft when you draft a quarterback that the head coach didn't want. <laughs> And the owner makes the call, much as they said yeah. the owner didn't make the call. The writing's on the wall there, exactly. you know. So that, that was a really uncomfortable couple of months before they finally let Jay Gruden go. Yeah, see, I wasn't there for all that, so I caught the tail end though. But I, I felt like the players they they really loved loved Jay yeah. as a coach and stuff like that. But I, like you said, I felt like the, the writing was 
really on the wall. And uh, Dan tried to see how the beginning of the season was going to go, and it didn't go his way. And then they brought in Bill, who I thought did a tremendous job. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I know they brought in um, the guy they have now, Rivera. He, he's a great coach. I played against him many times, though. But I really thought, really wish they would have gave Bill another shot at it. But I love Bill. Bill's a great, great, man. great, great old line coach. Great old line coach. One of the best in the biz with DP. Yeah, man. definitely. Can't thank you enough for stopping by the Total Access Podcast Show, man. Thank you so much for dropping by. And that'll do it for this week's episode of Total Access, The Locker Room. And for more insight with The Locker Room Point of View, check out our latest episodes every Wednesday and Friday on Apple and Spotify. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.